It's the lunch hour. Yay! Get that brand new album by Grave Leathers in the Land of Leathers. Featuring the single Stacy Dashing, Clueless, The Worst, featuring Black Mike and Kenny Hu, Pretty Black Lady featuring Kenny Hu, Taste Your Fragrance, Step in the Work, What the Fuck You Thought featuring Kenny Hu. All brought to you by Gene Bar Production LLC. Grave Leathers, Land of Leathers, brand new album. Go get that. You talking shit, shit. You talking shit, shit. You niggas don't want it with Blackwater Gang. Hey, what's up out there? Hey, y'all. It's a brand new edition of our podcast. And I got a very special book here with me today. I'm stepping outside for a moment because this artist, I feel like, been around for a while and he's starting to Newport News is the one and only great one. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, What's poppin with you, man? What's poppin' with you, man? Shit, man. I've been busy as fuck. God damn it. Schoolwork. Uh, man, I got hella music. Hella videos. We definitely might to get into the music for sure, for sure, man. But uh, for those who don't know, like, what like anything about you, but I'm pretty sure they probably know. Mm-hmm. But those who don't know, mm-hmm. describe your like style and like five words or less. Um, scene kid, metal, ooh, um, indie, rap, hip hop, bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just I'm gonna jump into it. Man. I'm excited for this interview, bro. Like me too, dog. <laughs> I, I seen I've seen you like grow from like an artist wise, and I think I don't remember because I followed you, but I heard you. I think on somebody else's song. I was like, who yeah. the fuck is that? It, it was Keys. It was Keys. Yeah, real Keys. Like man, like social media, bro. That shit is powerful. Like as hell. Cause you like, can connect with so many people. Like just not even. It's like another world, you feel me? And then you can, like, you know, connect with someone. And then when you meet them in person, that shit is like, damn, like, you're real. Like, I met Keys in person once, and that's when we shot the Sweeter video. But we did that song, like, a year before that. That's, that's where I heard you from. It was fucking yeah. Keys vibrant. Damn, shout out to her. Yeah. I know her from fucking my middle school, Northside and shit. She was a yeah. brand new girl. No, I was yeah. fucking with her, for real, for real. And then I guess she just kind of, like, did a creative thing. I always thought she was cute as fuck, but I never, I was like a nurse. So I wasn't even trying to like holler at her for real, but I mean, she was cool people and shit. Yeah, that, bro. That's like, 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 I saw her, I saw her online, bro. I always see $20 nosebleed and shit. And I'm like, bro, that's a dope ass name. And then I saw like who was behind it. And I was like, oh, damn, she bad as fuck. And then, you as know, hell. So no I, just, I just, you know what I'm saying? I would just say shit on Twitter to get her attention. And then, you know what I'm saying? I said something about collabing with a song. She was down. And so we made some shit happen. And then, you know, that's like my big sis for real, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's always going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a good connection. 
peripherals for like yeah, that's that's big sis right there. Most definitely, man. I gotta get on the podcast, yo, because that's that's crazy. <laughs> I, I was like, where did I meet this dude from? But it's definitely so yeah. Uh, y'all gotta peep that shit, bro. Keys vibrant. Um, I think that shit's on SoundCloud. It might be on Apple Music by yeah. now. Bro, just search uh, that shit. Just search that shit on Google. Uh, search Keys vibrant on Google. Search Grave Letters on Google. You can search. We got a video for that shit on YouTube. You can search that on YouTube. Sweeter, Keys vibrant, featuring Grave Letters. Shot by shot by my boy Stilo from Laws. East, shout to him. town shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I say you from Newport News, my dumb ass from PT. Yeah, bro, I'm from Portsmouth, bro. I, I came up in Portsmouth, real shit. Like, I, I live in Suffolk right now, but I came up in Portsmouth. Damn, damn, damn. I'm flipping. Yeah. I'm my damn research, so my bad. Uh, you from Newport News? No, but uh, I'm from Norfolk. But like I said, I'm stepping outside my city because uh, normally on the podcast, we cover like Norfolk artists. Or like okay. musicians we've seen out here, but the thing about you is you gotta reach out here because niggas out here know who you are. So it's kind of like you gotta be doing something, and I'm the only person really I think with a podcast people want to actually come on and talk and shit. So I said, why not have you on the podcast? You was like on the list for sure, bro. Like I appreciate that so much. Like you don't you don't understand. Like I appreciate when like people, you know, just reach out willingly, you know, because it's genuine, you know what I'm saying? I could feel that. I, I could feel, like, energy even when I don't know a person, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I feel good energy from you, like, you know what I'm saying? Because you will always show support, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, like, I'm I'm not on the scene like I should be, but it's like I end up just finding out who's I and who's who, just like, you know what I'm saying, just, just by research and, like, on social media. So I'm still aware, but it's like, but it's like, <clears throat> I, I I feel like my disconnect is I don't I don't be on the scene as much, so I don't know who's I don't be knowing who's who. So it's like the little support that I do get, just off like you know what I'm saying Twitter or 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 IG, you know what I'm saying. I appreciate that shit, dog. You you a real one for us. Hey, shout shout to you, man. You made this all possible. I couldn't have the show this episode without you. But what yeah. I can do, let's get into this music, what you here for, what you uh came on the podcast for, your music. Yeah, um, I'm going to take it, I don't know how you want to do it, but I'm going to take it first with your brand album called Land of Leathers. I believe yeah. it's an album. Um, it's an album, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's an album for sure. Uh, You got Stacey Dash and Clueless up there. Fucking yeah. Banger. Fucking banger. <laughs> Thank uh, you, bro. Pretty Black Lady featured Kenny Who. That's yeah, the first one to talk about. I know it's not the first song up there. It's like number three and number four. But uh, how that collab come together? All right. So um, I be like sitting on songs. And uh, I, I I had this album planned for, I had a lot of the songs from like 2016. Not a lot, but like half of them. They were like from 2016 and uh, shit from when I, like, I, yeah, this year. So a lot of the stuff was just a, a, a compilation of that. And um, Pretty Black Lady, I recorded that in summer of 20, 2017. Uh, my boy Fredly, I was in the studio with him. And I was just like, you know, on, I was like really on fire at this moment. Like I was just making so much stuff. And I felt 
a lot more confident in what I was making. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I could just really rap on anything. And this was like a type of beat that reminded me of like Justin Timberlake, NSYNC, like, you know, you remember Craig David from the 90s? Like, that's that's the vibe I kind of got. I was just gonna yeah. say, that's the vibe I kind of got. Like, I was like, early pop, hip hop shit. Exactly, bro. I, I was like, bro, this, this, this something. And I, I was, I have, I always like try to keep lyrics written in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just write verses or, you know, come up with concepts or hooks. I always like write that down so I could keep that in the stash. If I hear something I like, that's how I usually make a lot of songs. So I, I, I came up, I heard the flow of the beat, and I was like, oh, yeah, this goes with this verse that I had stashed. And then I just started spitting to it, laid down the verse, uh, and then I wrote that hook on the spot, matter of fact. And then uh, my boy Kenny was in town. Matter of fact, I tried to get my boy Domino on it, but Domino, he – it. It won't for him, you know what I'm saying? Right. And as Kenny, I don't even know. I don't even think I really asked, bro. I think Kenny was just in the session, and then me and me and Freddie was just talking about it. And I think Kenny might have, you know, what I'm saying he had some in the cut. Yeah, he had he had a verse in the cut, or he either just he he came up with the shit on the spot, for real, for real. Like that nigga, Damn. really He really just had some shit on the spot, kind of like I did. And he really like laid some shit down perfectly, like, and it went with the song. And you know what I'm saying? We shot the video like last month, I think it was. Well, it's September right now, right? We Definitely. Shot yeah, we shot that shit around late July, matter of fact. Damn. Shout out, uh, Taro. Um, you probably know him. He shoot for Traptastic. We go to NSU. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he 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 looked out really. You know what I'm saying? With the vision and all that. And then uh my homegirl UV and uh Mars. I'm pretty sure you know them. Um mm-hmm. they were in the video. Me and UV got plenty of songs together. Uh I hope she's doing well. We ain't talking in a minute, but yeah, she she's like really gonna be a star one day. I know that for sure. And then Mars, of course, she's her own entity. Like uh I I was always like really I'm really obsessed with like female energy. Mm-hmm. You know, naturally, they really inspired. Me. They, <clears throat> excuse me, they, like they really inspired me, like creatively. You know, and uh, I always look to to those two, just simply, just you know, whether it's visuals or music, I look to them as like a muse. You know, not sexually at all. Just like those are like sisters to me. So I'm saying, uh. Shit, it's always gonna be love for them, you know. So, but just like Keys too, you know, what I'm saying I look to all of them as like, you know, inspiration. And then uh, that song, the meaning behind it, it's really about my girl, like that I, I'm dealing with right now. You know, I've been dealing with her for about five years, and she, you know, what I'm saying she's independent as fuck. You always gotta have an independent girl around. So I saw her just like throw twenties on the bed one day. And that shit was like, damn, my girl, like, really getting money. What the fuck am I doing right now? You know what right. I'm saying? So I was like, I was, just, I was just writing about that shit. And I was like, I put that in the verse. And then I was like, watch my girl throw 20s on the bed. 
I've been watching from the gate. Like my name was Mr. Feeny. Like that, bro. That shit was up right Mr. there. Feeny, boy meets world, my nigga. Like that shit was like, hard. Bro. I was like, damn, he put a boy meets world right there, that bitch. Nobody like, caught that. Like, bro. Like I was like, I've been watching. I just, I was watching like just peeping game from everybody around me. Like I've been watching from the gate for a minute. Like when the fuck am I gonna come up? And I still feel like that. And, you know, pretty black ladies is like. That moment with my girl throwing money on the bed, that shit inspired the fuck out of me. Like, that shit, it, it, that made me put that in the song. That inspired me to, you know what I'm saying, really get out here and, and save my own bread and sacrifice and sacrifice my bread, too, just to, you know, make shit happen for myself and the people around me. Like, I, that shit really, like, I'm always remember that, and that shit stoked me. You know what I'm saying? Certain moments like that and just being around certain people, certain females, whether it's like certain flings or love affairs or or just a, a relationship, like I always that's that's the meaning behind my music a lot lately. And you know what I'm saying? At first when I started making music, that shit was dark. Like that shit was on some real dark shit. And it was just full of all my built up anger from over the years. Like and now I feel like I'm transitioning into, you know what I'm saying? something that's more about the heartbreak rather of why I was so dark before. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like shit. When I first started, bro, I was, when I first started music period, bro. Like I was just making, I was just writing songs and I was like 14. I wanted to form a, a rock band and shit. Mm. And that shit didn't work out. Cause it's hard to get so many people involved in one thing. When you got the vision yourself, it's like, damn, how how are these people gonna see what I'm seeing? They they on their own shit. So I was listening to like a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Bring me the horizon, of course, uh, attack attack, all that shit. Fucking uh all all this all that scene shit, bro, breathe Carolina, uh shit, uh fucking asking Alexandria, partway drive, suicide silence, all that shit. And then, it's, it's funny you brought like yo like inspirations up because you can definitely tell like I would say it's kind of like the punk rock thing because it's, kind of, it's kind of like the wave everybody doing now that emo rap shit but you can definitely tell your influence as far as like how you grew up and like how it's in your music like you can tell like it's something different it's refreshing but you don't know exactly like where like it's it's not. All the way metal, like to the point, it's like Slipknot shit. Yeah, but it's traces of some kind of metal. like I would say, like it's hard to describe. I want to say you sound like Disturbed, like Scar Lord, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. if it was something to box it, that would probably be what it is—a better Scar Lord with better lyrics. I appreciate that, G. Like, I'm, I'm glad you even like you know what I'm saying picked up on that because you know what I'm saying. I got uh, music, man. Like I should really be A and R because like it's. <laughs> It really because sure. like a lot of people don't notice certain shit, you know. And then I'm trying to figure out really. I I know I feel like I know my brand, but I'm really trying to feel like trying to you know fill out how I should translate that to people. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, like back when I was first started making music, I was making beats by myself, writing my own songs because I couldn't form a band. So I was listening to different stuff. My the the rapper that got me like into wanting to write lyrics was Cage. I don't know if you know Cage, underground rapper. 
I heard about Cage. Yeah, bro. That that dude, white guy who got me into fucking rapping. Bro. That's crazy. The way he delivered his shit and the way he put his life into the music inspired the fuck out of me. Like he he really lived. He really told the story of his life with his music, and it, that's it, the that's honest crazy. truth. Like I like when people are honest. Like you know what I'm saying. When people talk about how shitty their life is or the flaws, people don't want to talk about the bad shit. Nah, they want to talk about, you know, I'm getting money, I'm fucking yeah. bitch. Fuck your bitch. Everybody want to fuck each other bitch, you know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to fuck each other bitch, you feel me? Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? I like, I, like, I like people like K's, like... You like, like shit with substance. You like, just say something. Like, if it's yeah. dark and depressing, make it dark and depressing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to catch people's attention regardless, even if it's hard to listen to or not, that's still going to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to see my, my top top four, like, rap artists, Cage, uh, Rob Binks, ooh, Travis, ooh. Uh, and then Cuddy, of course. Top four all time. Damn, you ain't going to Kai in there? I mean, you got Cuddy, so I guess I can't really be mad. Bro, because Cuddy, I'm going to tell you bro. why. Fucking underrated, man. So underrated. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Cage, you know what I'm saying. I told you how I liked how he put his life in the music and shit. Rob, people don't notice this about Rob, bro. I, I don't watch anime and shit, but I I know he's known for like his anime references and shit. But people don't notice this about Rob. The way he talks about like his his love affairs with women. And himself, himself, from his perspective, is very shitty. It's very shitty, and then that's what's like intriguing to me. Like that kind of inspired me to kind of make my lane, like rap about the negative shit. Really, Cage inspired me to really put my life into this shit. But Rob kind of inspired me to, you know what I'm saying? Paint, paint yourself as like that villain. You know what I'm saying? Because. <laughs> People might see you as that. You don't always got to be the good guy. So it's like that's how I see Rob. You know, you dropped it. You dropped it so much knowledge right now, man. This is this is really crazy. This is I, crazy. I, I just think a lot. I think a lot. I don't I don't really talk to a lot of people. So you know what I'm saying. I I really appreciate this moment just to like you know what I'm saying just talk about a lot of shit. Like this shit, a genuine conversation, <laughs> real shit. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so. Damn, that that was that that's gems. That's gems. Uh, I know personally. Uh, I try to bring this up. Well, people who know podcast streamers know who I am. Background wise, I've been an yeah. artist for about ten years now. Uh, I've been. I've had two record label deals. Okay. I have a show, so I've kind of seen the business in and out. I've seen the nasty side of the business. I've yeah. seen the business where like you happy as fuck, like you got signed. I was signed at thirteen. Mm-hmm. I you know what the fuck. Exclusive rights, damn it was. I didn't know what the fuck a three sixty deal was. I yeah. didn't know what the fuck like how to get money for real, for real. I just knew I was signed. I was only nigga high school with a fucking deal, like from the hood. But I didn't realize, you know, you got to put the work in. I'm thinking this just overnight. You sign, that's yeah. it. But uh, I definitely learned a lot from those experiences. Mm-hmm. So now that I got the tools, I've been you know doing my little singles. I've been exactly. off. A uh, big time, a lot, 
but I still like to say that uh, me personally, from my artistic standpoint, uh, a white dude got me rapping for a for a two. His name is Twisted Carousel. You probably only know him. He's probably from he's normally in Norfolk. Like it's everybody knows yeah, that motherfucker is. Like that nigga killed everybody on lunchtime, regardless. But uh, I was with these poems and shit. And he was like, "Well, what you put these poems to this beat, nigga?" And I was like, "Let's see." And then mm-hmm. you know, I started getting rapping for real. But the first thing he told me always was, "If you gonna say it, it better mean what you say, and it better be something you live." Yeah, talk about nothing you never live. And I was like, "All right, bet." So like, I talked about how my, my dad wasn't around for real, for real. For my life, a lot of songs are kind of dark and depressing, really. But that's the shit I live. Like I'm happier now, yeah. And it's hard for me to write now because I'm doing so much better than I was before. So yeah. the fact you said that, like, be, except being a villain, that shit, that shit, how I feel sometimes. I'm like, damn, yeah. Like, am I really this much of an asshole? Yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, and bro, you know what's crazy? Like, I feel like lately it's kind of hard for me to write too because. Uh, I feel like I'm in the process of trying to really make the shit that I've been wanting to make. You know what I'm saying? I really want to make that simple rock uh, slash pop shit. I really want to take it there. I really want to go that far. I, I mastered this rap shit. I ain't really got the buzz that I need yet. And I know I can get there, but it's like I'm really stuck in a position where I'm trying to figure out not what my lane is, but how I can really get that jump and like show people like what I'm trying to do for it. You know, it shit's hard. It shit is like difficult. Like, especially like, you know what I'm saying? I- I'm low key as fuck. I don't be on the scene. Like I should right. be like, I-, I should be out here going to these local shows and, you know, talking to people, but I don't do that often because I'm always like working or going to school or just, like trying to not go crazy. Like I'll be in like just in my room trying to rest for for and not just like be out here just tired as fuck and, like not being able to function. Cause I'd be like doing a lot of shit, bro. Yeah. Like music is your passion, but you know, passions don't pay the bills right now. So Yeah, my nigga. That's kinda that's kinda everybody's situation. Like, you know, you got a dream, like you wanna like I mean you got more reach than I got musically. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know that position yet, but I do know, like, me personally. And, bro, you had two record deals, my dude. Like, when yeah, you was young. I was young, man. I was young. Like, now. So, me and, like, bro, me and I you got, ain't I no different. Good. We ain't no we ain't no different, bro. We we still, we we basically, like, in the same lane, my nigga. Like, we, we both still out here trying to make shit happen. Like, you out here doing multiple things. We both, we both you know what I'm saying, just trying to make shit happen. But, like. That that's the energy I feel from like you know what I'm saying, you for real like I feel I feel that energy like bro this this dude, I can I can kind of like you know what I'm saying, I feel it's like a comfortable conversation. So yeah, I try. I mean, I'm just I'm cool, laid back. Yeah, uh, I'm just I'm refreshing, man. Like I'm not trying to hate on nobody. I'm all about building each other up, especially yeah. young black males us being like young black men in this world where it's trying to take us out we gotta love each other man exactly. like it's it's too much of us getting killed yeah and it's, it's just getting on my nerves now it really is 
So especially music artists, like I'm not trying to, I mean, I'm not trying to leech off nobody fans. That's one thing I'm not trying to do. Like oh, yeah. you're showing, I'm not expecting you to fucking like say, oh, your album's fucking like the greatest thing ever. Cause nigga, I know I'm not like, I hear what y'all call but I do know that my shit is going to be like, it's, it's definitely something real. It's definitely got yeah. substance. I'm not doing this fucking email wave. Me go flow, shit, y'all niggas doing everybody it. doing that shit. It's getting really annoying. Everybody so I'm I'm bringing these bars. I'm bringing these dark ass depression shit. And yeah. It's gonna sound like it's off beat, but mm-hmm. is it really off beat? Is the question? <laughs> yeah, that's the same. That's the same shit that be happening with me. Like when I first started making beats, bro, the shit was way off beat because that's I won't I won't listening to rap all the time. I don't I don't want to listen to rap all the time. Like. I was right. listening to fucking yeah yeah yeah, trying to mimic their drum patterns. Or I was listening to fucking um, you know, like ASAP Rock, not ASAP Rocky. Rock. Yo, that's crazy. I was listening bro, to those so, type of beats. Like we so much they like rapping on traditional rap beats. It was like boom bap shit, but then they would switch it up and do some like garage, like house band shit. I don't know, like, like that's that's the type of shit I was on. Like I was really trying to mimic. Shit, like I was listening to Licky Lee, or I was, I was oh, oh, y'all niggas don't even know who that even is, bro. Bro, I was, I was really trying to mimic all that shit that I was listening to, like through production. And once I mastered my, hard to, it's hard to do that shit though. Yeah, bro, it's it's fucking hard by yourself. It's fucking hard. You cannot do it by yourself. Like I don't. Yeah, I have so much pride, bro. I be wanting to do that shit by myself, and I cannot. Like, I like when I was making beats, I, I still was not there. And then when I met my boy Freddy, because Freddy reached out to me, just like how you reached out to me, Freddy reached out to me, and he wanted to create. And I've been rocking with him ever since. He showed me so much shit about music and like creating like beats and, and songs. And then I put him on to like. My software that I was using, like I was using Ableton, I put him onto that, and now he mm. know that shit better than me. So he teaching me about that shit, and then you know what I'm saying. I'm teaching him about like my musical influence, and then like bro, like we really just trying to create a wave of our own. We we like right now, we trying to just start shooting our own videos. Like we feel like we can just do that shit ourselves. That's the best way to do it, honestly. Um. I mentioned on my other podcast about being independent artists, especially locally. Yeah. Locally, it's cool having the deal and all. I'm I'm not all I'm not about saying don't get your money, mm-hmm. but read that damn contract. Like read it. Oh, I've been, course, bro. I've if been. You and if you don't know that language, bro, you got to get a, a fucking like, get you a fucking yeah, bro. Just ain't, ain't much shit. Ain't much to look. just hire somebody just to read some shit to you, you know, or just to represent you. Period. Like you can shit. put your own shit on Apple Music. You can put your own shit yeah. on uh social media. You can do your own promo ways, man. Like you come on this podcast, I will give you the clout that I got, and you get heard for free. Yeah, for the millions. Like it's it's easy, bro. You just got to put the work in, you but do. read everything you because do. these labels they will fuck you up, and you'll end up being debt to them. Exactly, and you will be a broke ass artist, and it's. Me, mean, how it is. That's how the labels do. They try to exactly. get you young and hot and don't develop you no more. They're all about exactly. getting that. Are you hot and then trash you later? You know, it's, you know, it's crazy. Like, I'm signed to a label with Freddie. Like, Freddie 
he he him and his his father, uh, they both have their own publishing company and they uh, have an LLC LLC a label, Gene Boy Production. Like that's my label that I've been signed to. I've been signing up for like three, four years now, and then, but it's not on some strict label shit. It's like family type shit. There's a contract involved, and. It's just on some shit where, like, we're, we are, like, building with each other. Like, most of this shit that I drop and most of this shit I've been on, bro, the shows, the videos, the, the fucking the, the sessions, the transportation, bro, I didn't drop so much fucking bread. Like, most of most of my investments, bro, have been my own money out my own pocket, bro. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. people do not recognize that shit at all. Like, bro, when you don't got shit and you still trying to make shit happen, bro, you will go broke. Like, I've, I've gone broke off shit. Like, bro, I remember I already did, like, five, six shows, right? I paid for all of them. I paid to get on all them shits because I really just wanted to get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, was it was it worth it? Uh, not all of them. Not all them shows was worth it, but one show in particular was. That was like, that was shit. That was like uh, 2017. I opened up for Rob Banks, bro, one of my favorite artists. That shit was the best, the best performance. Like the crowd was crazy. The, the crowd reaction was good. And then, but like after that, bro, I was like, what? What am I doing this shit for anymore? Like, what am I paying? What am I paying to be on the stage for? Like if, if if I'm gonna do a show, I want people to come to me. I want to build that relationship enough with people for them to reach out to me. Be like, hey, bro, I'm doing this thing. I want you to perform. That's that's what I'm on now. I'm not really trying to pay six hundred dollars to be on the stage for like fifteen minutes. And that that's one of my like low key goals. Like, uh, I mean, me like I said as an artist. I mean, I'm out there. I got songs and shit, but I'm not really like y'all really established. Uh, I mean, I think of you. I think of Julian Mars. Like, yeah, Julian, y'all, bro. Y'all shout out, Ju- shout out, Julian Mars, bro. Every time most definitely, bro, most he definitely. is a humble dude. Very fucking nice. I still got his his mixtape in my car from when he was passing them shits out at the uh, the Father Show. We opened up for Father, bro. I remember yeah. that shit. I still got that. Oh, so you are you definitely up. a real one. I forgot. Man, you were definitely real. That's been so fucking long ago. That's my little brother, man. That's my little brother and the mother. Like, the first day I met him, we just fucking caught a wave, caught a vibe. And ever since he's been a fan, like, we've been through so much shit together. And it's crazy because, like, I seen a little man literally grow the fuck up, like, before my eyes. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But, uh, like, the couple times that I met, bro, he, he's always just been genuine. So I'm always had that respect for him. He always, you know what I'm saying? He supports too. So I will always like recognize, always recognize like people who really like reached out and you know made the effort. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna always recognize that people, people really ain't gonna show the effort. You can you can tell when people ain't really into something. You know what I'm saying? And once I read like energy and I see someone's like really trying to make some shit happen, I, I gotta I gotta you know what I'm saying respect that. So yeah, I respect. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Julian, and then. Uh, most Cause how old are you, bro? You you like you and your. I'm tw- right? I'm 25, man. 25. 
Oh yeah, you've been for a minute. <laughs> hey, my my sister's twenty five. I just turned twenty two like last month. I've been around here for a minute, but yeah. um, low key, like I was saying, like I'm trying to like do like a little, not a show, but maybe like a show or festival where it's all everybody locally can just mm-hmm. come together. I mean, those who not like named Young Crazy, Young Money, Young, who got a label behind them Bro. pushing on shows, just let's do it. Vibe and doing it for the city. Let's do it. Uh, not just Norfolk either, like you all the way in P Town, like yeah. or Suffolk. Like just get the people I know who like got the following, got the clout, get come together. Of course, money gotta be involved. We all gotta eat and break bread. Yeah. Think about the mentality how that yeah. does, like our side of Virginia. Like that shit would really be dope. Yeah, we could, we, bro. I know right where I live, uh, Suffolk, Bennett's Creek, Bennett's Creek Park. We can make some shit happen. Uh, hopefully ain't nobody gonna steal that idea yet. I don't know who. Yeah, is, but it's uh, an idea. Don't take my shit because I've seen somebody do yeah. that shit. I want my cut, bitch, because I I'm the one putting the shit together. Yeah. I'm the one <laughs> that saving money for it to happen. Because I mean, yeah. I know today's all the business. We all got to eat, so the price gotta be right. But I mean, it's it's a dream, man. Just think about like the reach that people have and just the music itself. I'm all about the music at the end of the day. Like, if the music is good, then Same. I'm good. Yeah, like, not, you know, the music, I feel like music is always going to, that's always going to speak. If your music is good, that's great. But, like, I always remind myself, like, presentation, bro, that's got to be something, like, you really focus on. Like, presentation, how you, like, put shit out and the timing of it, bro, that's like bro, like that's 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 critical. Especially yeah. like the timing. Like that shit is critical. Like you don't know when's the right time to drop some shit. And even if you like set a date for some shit, you don't know if that's the right time and that shit might get some attention. Definitely. But like I said, it's all about promotion promoting yourself. Like yeah. um I've been working on this album I'm working on for about there seven years now. Okay. And niggas don't even think it's coming out. But uh, at this point, my plan of action is just drop that shit. And if y'all like it, y'all like it, you don't, you don't. But I can't Bro, well, Let me know what me, I can do to help. I, hey, that's what's up. Uh, right now, I mean, I'm in the mastering phase. So mixing mastering phase, I might change some shit up because... Like you said, listen to rap and the shit's also not the same. But then you find, you wonder if you want to put this in your album to get some clout. But yeah. I'm like, I'm going to stay me. I'm going to stay doing this dark ass poetry, yeah. offbeat, not offbeat, lyricic shit. Yeah. Enough about me. Let's get back to this album, The Leathers, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got. You got uh, one of my favorite songs on the album and stuff is Taste Your Fragrance. Uh, oh, for real? You you really like that shit? Bro, the vibe on that song, bro, I don't know what it is. That shit give me, like, it made me happy. It made me smile every time I hear that shit, bro. bro I, 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 thought, I thought that song was a risk, real talk. That's another song from 2016 that that I was, like, really hesitant on putting out because I didn't know if that was going to be something. And then... Uh, me and my boy Freddie made that shit from scratch. I did the bass and then the drums and shit. He did some more drums and then he added like the melody and all that. And then I I helped out with the melody a little bit too. And then uh, like, bro, but that that's crazy. Like, cause I I didn't think that song was gonna really 
fuck, like people's gonna fuck with that shit. My my shawty fuck with that shit. And what's crazy is I'm talking about another girl in the song. I felt that's what it was. Like it I, wasn't, I wasn't supposed to. It was somebody else that girl. inspired by. But I mean, I caught the, I caught the vibe, bro. I, I felt with that song heavy. Um, I would definitely. It's definitely something I recommend checking out too. I would say the placement of it is refreshing because, like, I think right before that song, I I believe it's season. Yeah. So, Taste your fragrance right afterwards. Like, it's bro, a fresh air from that shit. I didn't think nobody was going to catch that shit, bro. I, I swear, I didn't think. Like, bro, I'm glad you, like, listening to death because I didn't think nobody was going to notice that shit, how I sequenced the album. I made sure every song was in, was, like, in flow. Like, the way I, pro- I produced all the season, like, the way that beat switched up and everything, I produced everything on that beat. And the what? way it, 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 the way I did the drums, they were like really off but slow. And then the way F- Taste Your Fragrance started, it was kind of that same flow with right. the, the 808s and all that. So, like, right. the fact that you noticed that shit, I appreciate that shit, bro. Bro, come on, man. I did my research. <laughs> I'm not just somebody saying I focus your music, bro. I listened in depth. Like I told uh, Randana a couple of episodes ago, which is coming out soon. I listened to everybody's album once as a fan. Mm-hmm. The second time as just seeing what's about like analyzing it as a hip hop purist kind of thing. Yeah. Taking part track by track, bar by bar, hook by hook. Mm-hmm. Third time I listened to it for like artistic expression as like stuff I could take from it. Um, just out of like those three categories, Stacey Chasing, I feel like that's like your, not I wouldn't say club banger, but that would you would classify that as if you were a and like your club record. That show your shit like you put that shit on. That's the one that's gonna fucking move. Like everybody recognized yeah. the album from Stacey Chasing. Yeah, like everybody, everybody, everybody with that shit. Like, like surprisingly, like I will, I was hoping everybody would like that song, and I'm I'm glad like I opened the album with that shit. Definitely, that's definitely like your club record. That's the one that's gonna go. That would give you the the name for it. I feel like Pretty Black Lady is like your side B. Like, oh, this is my other single, mm-hmm. but this is specifically like some shit. Like, you gotta feel the vibe. This is some yeah. shit. This ain't Stacey Chase dashing, but this is something you should definitely check out. Yeah, it was crazy. Stacey dashing like that shit. I recorded that 2016, bro. Like, like Damn, a lot of these what? songs was just like like a mixture of shit that I was just doing. That's wild. I, I'm really still trying to push that album because I, I got to get that sh- I really got to get that shit out there, bro. I'm 22 and I feel like I'm running out of time. I got to get that shit like all the way out there like overseas type shit because like that shit is life. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Now, I know Taste Your Fragrance is not, like, one of the singles that, like, you probably attended to be. Yeah. But I, for my ear that I hear, but I wasn't airing our, I would say Taste Your Fragrance is definitely an R&B kind of record. Like, Yeah, bro. Thank you. That's that's definitely the one, like, um, specifically for the ladies. I know it's about another lady, but that's <laughs> the one, like, it's the different vibe kind of catcher. Like, it's the one yeah. you want to expect. If I were to compare it to something, it's kind of like, y'all know how Drake came out with Over, right? And yeah, then, uh, best I ever had came out right before that. 
And that was like the one that brought everybody attention, even though I knew who Drake was before that. But anyways, most people didn't know who Drake was. Best I ever had dropped, and then over yeah. came, like, over it was like the club record. Then and it then, was like that's that dude from fucking Degrassi, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then you got Find Your Love, and then that's the one he's singing and shit. But yeah. y'all know that shit fucking run. That's what I feel like. Taste your experience is like not saying it's the same. But I'm saying like the one like. You know this shit fucking run. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't deny that shit. So uh I normally give like albums ratings uh one out of ten, one being the worst, obviously. <laughs> and and like phenomenal classic. And from the first category, just as a fan, you give for those who know your music, mm-hmm. like you get everybody what they need far as like the different genres and the mixtures between the two. So for that you get a ten automatically. Bro, no nah, dog, you being generous as fuck. Oh no, bro. Honestly, being, bro, you being too generous, bro. Listen, bro. I listen. thought you was about to give me a goddamn like six. Whoa, uh, that's goddamn like disrespectful. Seven okay. at, maybe eight at the most for ten. Come on, come on, come on, listen, listen. You got Stacey bro, that. Shit won't that good, bro. Stacey Dashman, bro, you that's the being band. nice, bro. You being way too nice, bro. Bro, okay. <laughs> All right, from from. All right, let's be real. The second, let's be real. Let's be okay. real. Fan perspective, I give it a ten because I'm definitely could've... a fan of yours. But Thanks. as like, let me see, in hip hop purist perspective, mm. I give it like an eight and a half because I feel like, I mean, the album fucking bang, but from like. I still feel like you being like real. Eight and a half is not generous, bro. Because like it's not a nine, but yeah. it's the fact that I feel like you have more to say. It's only forty-one minutes. I feel like if we gave him like probably three more songs, it could be a nine. But it's eleven yes. songs. Yeah, like eight point five. And then from my artistic perspective, I can't. I can't do anything you do. So. <laughs> I gotta get that shit to say because for I, real. I mean, it's it's shit. Like I could probably make a song, taste your fragrance. I could probably make it, but when it sounds as good as you make it, it wouldn't do that because. Bro, you, I'm gonna be real. Like my singing could have been better on that song, bro. The singing, maybe like some of the lyrics could have been better. Like I really feel like that album. That album <laughs> was very like well in effort in the way I presented it, and then all the songs, of course, they were good. Like, you 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 dying. I mean, you're a perfectionist. I can tell because you dying like your skill. Like you, you dying. I don't know. You, you feel like making down yourself. Yeah, bro. Dude, I, this, I really I'm feel really like good, bro. It's really good. Like you and Russ Prince got this thing where y'all think y'all shit is trash and it's not. That shit really is good, bro. Bro, I, I appreciate it because I I feel the gro- I feel the growth, but it's like I still feel like I could be at a better place. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm at a good place artistically, but I would feel like I need. I need that elevation where people can appreciate that. And you appreciate that. And then, you know, I, I recognize other people who do appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really got a big I don't I don't have a fan base at all, but it's like the people who like, you know, notice shit. And then, you know, like Land of Leathers, bro, that's just like a little bro, I got I'm already like basically done with my next album. So I'm done with my next album, bro. Like, so I gotta do. You you take this eight point five, bring your next album out, and 
we can go from there. We come back on the podcast, we'll talk about it. Uh, it's all you gotta do. Sure. But I mean, this shit is not terrible. But like I said, I feel like it's too short. Like I want more, but I don't got really? it because it's eleven fucking songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't get mad at you because Kanye put out a good album. It's seven fucking songs. And I'm yeah, like, fuck, I need more. <laughs> I try to, I try to like really compress. I don't want to bore people with long songs and long albums because I'm not famous yet. So I really just try to compress shit, give people like good music, but it's. You can you can hear it on the go and not get tired of it. I I try to do that. Like I don't I don't I don't try to make four minute songs. I feel like Stacey Dashing was too long. Pretty Black Lady was kind of too long, but I don't want to make long songs no more. I'm trying to make music that's quick, but it's is really fucking good. It's too good that you don't want to like turn that. You don't want that shit to go off. So, uh, like, short, uh, I, I fuck with the short idea for the album. Kanye is a smart dude. Like you know what the fuck he's doing. Right. People not trying to hear a, a seventeen album song. I mean, I, I, not shit. I said that backwards. A seventeen song album. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, I get it. I get it. But I just a like... lot of people do. A lot of people do. Like Travis Scott, Astroworld. I was so anxious to hear that shit. I really listened to all of it. <laughs> I woke up at like four in the morning when that shit dropped. I woke up at four. I was in a hotel room in Detroit, and I was just like listening to that shit in the dark. And I was like, "Bro, this shit is fucking fire. This shit was worth like seventeen songs." That's crazy. Cause did the same thing when your shit hit. I um Apple Music. I was like, "Yo, I ain't know." First of all, I didn't know your shit was even on Apple Music. I just happened to mm-hmm. type your name <laughs> in. I was like, "Oh shit! All oh, this shit's Apple Music. What the fuck am I been doing this whole time?" So, Lynn Letters. I was like, "Okay, let me listen to this shit in the dark three times." And I was like, okay, here go my favorites. And I didn't even mention Jiggly. I felt with Jiggly so hard, bro. <laughs> bro, thank you. Bro, like, all this shit that I was really pushing didn't really, like, snap. But it's, like, the shit that, you know what I'm saying? The shit you, you telling me you like, I, I figured people would kind of like Pretty Black Lady. That shit still, I'm still trying to push that shit. It's, like, like it's almost at 4K on SoundCloud. And I just dropped a video, like, uh, last week, I think. Yeah, and I'm still trying to. I, I'm really trying to push the video more. Like, I, people need to see that shit. One thing I've learned from my um little record label thing is, the singles you think is gonna be the ones, is not the ones. Eight yeah, times, eight bro. times out of ten, not the ones. It's the ones that you don't. Yeah, do yeah. Shit is the ones. Jiggly. That's that's bro. That shit is the one. <laughs> bro, and it's, it's crazy. I wanted that one to be the one, and it still didn't snap. Like, it still didn't snap. Like, I didn't think... I thought that shit was going to pop off. Like, but I feel like my problem was I didn't I didn't drop the song until the album came out. I dropped the video in January. I announced that shit New Year's Day, right? Right. I promoted the video snippet for the whole month. And I was going to drop that shit on, like, the 28th or the 29th. I think it was the 29th. That was, like, the worst marketing because I promoted that shit every week for the whole month. People got tired. They they basically seen the whole video just by the snippet. So they they were not engaged when I actually dropped the full shit because they already seen the snippet. They were like, oh, he got a video coming out. Cool. So like that shit didn't snap. I be learning about like marketing and shit on you know, just like when you drop shit. 
because you think some shit gonna snap and it's gonna pop off and it don't. Right. And then I was really trying to push that. I was pushing that shit to blogs. I was sending it to a lot of different blogs. And they were giving me mixed reviews about it. They were saying they really like this shit, but they're gonna pass. Or they like they like the verse. They really like the rapping, but they don't like the hook. Or they really like the shit, but you know what I'm saying. They were just giving me excuses to just not post the shit. Man, first like, of all, fuck a blog, bro. Honestly, like, yeah, fuck a blog. Fuck that shit. You don't need, you that, don't need shit. that shit, bro. You jiggly that shit run. Stop doubting your shit, bro. Like I know, I know you feel like your shit is not good. I know you feel like you perfectionist. Like you go, I don't know how you. I mean, I feel like you, you know, it could be better, which it could be. I get eight point yeah. five. I was honest, but Thank it's you. not. Thank it's you. not terrible, bro. Like this shit fucking run. I just want more. Like, cause I'm a fan. Yeah. I just feel like I should get more than eleven songs. Yeah. But I get it. You want to compress shit. You feel like, you know, you say you don't want to. The drown the music out like that, but sometimes I feel like being a new artist, you should just man, fuck you. Take these nineteen songs, bitch. You gonna like it? <laughs> like, yeah, gonna, I'm hungry. You can take these nineteen songs. Like yeah, it. yeah, and it, and it's like you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, I try to, I try, I really try not to oversaturate stuff. Sometimes I try not, like when I drop something, I try not to push it too hard. Right, but it is it's difficult to figure out what's too hard and what's not, because you don't want that shit to not get out there, but you also don't want to be another Twitter ass rapper on <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, just everything. pushing shit, and then you know what I'm saying, like you you being worse on it. Like that's that's something I I hated doing when I first started, and that shit is difficult. Like when I was pushing the worst. Jiggly, like that shit was like. That's when I started realizing, like, bro, I, I, I really gotta, goddamn it, figure out a system and put together a team in order to like really get me some engagement. Because I mean, this music shit is easy for a lot of people because they just want to make music and they have they have following already. So it's like when they drop some shit, they can just drop it and it blows up. And then that's how you get like a lot of assholes famous because they just put some shit out for nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, with me, and I'm really trying to like put time into this shit and sacrifice a lot of what I got. That shit is still hard as fuck. Like that shit is still hard. So it's like I really got to figure out a strategy to my shit. And I'm I'm figuring out now, just trying to put together a, a marketing team and a PR team for my own shit. Like I've been dealing with publicists, paying hundreds of dollars to get my shit sent out to different people, bro. That shit did not help. I, I didn't did. I mean, I'm cool with one publicist right now, and he he looks out all the time. You know what I'm saying? I never met him in person, but you know what I'm saying. I reached out to him plenty times for stuff, but. I really try to like figure out what is my system. How am I going, you know, get something out? And then that's why I'm just like really right now in a phase where I'm trying to figure out what's my next move, so I can, you know, finally get that buzz that I need, and then I can put everybody on. Like I really just really want to put everybody on. That's why I be so low key because I'm trying to figure out shit, figure out how I can do certain shit. 
I don't want to just jump into something like, you know what I'm saying? How we were just talking about like that, that, uh, you know, a, a show, a local show that's where everybody just pull up, you know what I'm saying? Like, or a festival or some shit. Everybody just pull up and like a Buck Row Beach or Bennett's Creek, some shit like that. Yeah, man. That's, that shit like, dope, bro. But you got to plan that shit. That shit is hard. So like, that's why I be, I just be so in my bag and I just be like blocking everybody out. I don't be going to no parties like the club. I don't, I've been to like one trap tastic event, and my boy Reggie, rest in peace, he caught a charge that night over some bullshit that he ain't had nothing to do with. That happened. It was like an altercation outside the club, and yeah. I never that that just turned me off from going out ever again. I don't even go to clubs, man. I'm I'm engaged. Like I'm over here, <laughs> but I, yeah. like I'm. Socially, I'm off the fucking map. Like besides Me too. podcast, Me too. I'm off the map, bro. I'm Me too, bro. trying to get married and live my best Facts. life. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm not. Facts. I'm not fucking these bitches. Like I'm not in this rap shit for the bitches DMs. I'm not with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I found my one. I'm just happy with my one. But Stick that. that's what I'm doing, bro. <laughs> like I'm yeah. so off. <laughs> I'm either working, stacking bread. I'm mm-hmm. doing this podcast on where her. That's that's pretty much what I'm doing. But uh, I want to touch briefly on your old tracks, on your old albums. Like, for instance, the Art Nobody. Uh, yeah. That's also yeah. on Apple Music. I'll just type in Grave Leathers and all this shit will come up. But uh, mm. the No Heart Nobody. Uh, Dude. Bro. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about that, bro. Yeah, talk about that one. When what year was that dropped? 2017. This on after 2017. Mm-hmm. So that whole album, I, I created that shit. That's just basically how I was feeling in 2016, bro. Like 2016 and a little bit of 2017. Like that's just how I was feeling. Like 2016 was the worst fucking year. I had like I had that was probably the worst year I had. Since like probably 2009, like bro, I like I, I got down. I was just really depressed. Like I, I've been dealing with depression since I was 13, 13 throughout high, like middle school, high school. I was dealing with that shit. Been on medication, and I was in the middle of high school. I got off the medication, and um, uh, like I just felt better. I felt like I didn't need it, so I just stopped taking it. And um, I told my mom, I was like, I, I really don't feel like I need this no more. And she was cool with it. She felt like I was doing good. And then when I got to college, um, I started college early when I was senior in high school. So I got a semester ahead and shit. And I, I did good. Year after that, did I could have did way better. And a year after that, could have did way better. So I... I'm in the 2016. It's like I'm in school. I'm just like, damn, bro, this shit. Like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be. I'm like 18, 19. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be like famous by now. I thought I was supposed to been blown up by now, bro. Like sometimes you really shit don't go as planned. Like I thought I was supposed to like been blown up, right? And I'm just in school. I'm working jobs like fucking. I was working at. Like my third job was Olive Garden. I was working that when I was in college, bro. I'm, I'm still I'm a senior in college now. I'm about to graduate from Hampton. Damn, congratulations, man! Let's salute. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. 
Like so, I'm at I'm at community college, working this whack ass job as a busher. Like, and I'm just like, bro, I'm supposed to been blown up, but I want who I was supposed to be yet. And then that's what was getting me down. I felt like I was supposed to be like way ahead. I was supposed to look better, like be better, have more money. Damn, you know, be famous by now. I was just really down on myself, and crazy. I was like eighteen, nineteen. So like twenty sixteen, I was I was nineteen. So it was like, bro, I was just like depressed for like just little shit like that. It's like me not wanting to to be in the place that I was. And I'm blessed as fuck. I grew up blessed with everything. Like a lot. Like I have a good life, bro. Like compared to a lot of my peers, bro, I got it good. Like I can't complain, bro. Ain't no reason for me to. Like, I got a a, a crib. My my family. Is is wealthy, bro. Not wealthy, but we we good. Like we good, bro. We not like rich, rich. But my mom, she good, bro. My my family, we good. Like I can't complain. Like, and then just, I was just mad because I wasn't self sufficient enough, right? And that definitely got me down. Like you could see it on my social media, bro. I was just really depressed, just talking negatively about myself about the world every day and you could just see that shit and i was going through a weird phase where i just did not like myself i hated myself and i quit my job at olive garden like on the spot and i got another job at like auto bell and they fired me and this was like all in the middle of spring semester at, at, at tcc 2016 bro like this is all in all in the middle of that bro and I'm failing like I'm failing like this one class failing I'm just not doing like I, I, good like I should bro and I'm just like sad I got fired from Auto Bell for some bullshit they saw my, my video all by herself and I was smoking blunts in that video oh wow and bro, cause some man, some dude I don't even really know for real. I just know him cause he knows the the girl that I, I'm dealing with. He knows her, so that nigga he just mentioned Auto Bell on Twitter once. When I said something about this job not giving me hours or something like that, and he, he mentioned Auto Bell. Like he said Auto Bell, and them people like searched the name. Auto Bell and found that tweet. That's how they found my Twitter and all that shit. They saw my 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 music videos, and then you know what I'm saying like they fired me because of that shit. So I was just in a bad place, and then I didn't do good that semester. I saw my grades. I had like two two D's, bro. Two D's, uh, a B and a C or some shit like that. Like I I was like not. You was going through the shits. Yeah, and I was just like unemployed. Like damn, like what the fuck. Like nineteen years old, like, bro. Yeah, that's a rough period. Bro, that's I, a rough period. I snap, bro. I snap. My mom, she, she like, I told, cause I told her like a, a couple, a few weeks before that, I was like, mom, I feel like I'm getting depressed again. And I, don't, I don't really open up to my, I wasn't opening up to my mom like I should have been like back then. Like now, I'm real close with her, like I should be. Y'all, I shut her out a little bit, and I was like, mom, I'm getting depressed again, like. And then she knew that shit. She could see it. And then she called me one day asking about my grades. And I just broke down. Like, 
she could hear it. She was like, she felt like I was going to do something to myself. I didn't think I was going to do something to myself, but I ain't know. But she felt like I was. So the only way I could get my prescription back was if I was to check in to Virginia Beach uh, Psychiatric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. in and that shit. Uh, bro, I had to be in there for like five days. They had me initially in the unit with some like schizophrenics, bro. And they they piss checked me all that shit. Uh, I was smoking weed, still, you know what I'm saying. I was, I was doing all that shit, smoking weed, just smoking weed and then having bad thoughts all the time. That shit don't that shit don't mix, bro. Mm-mm. That shit do not mix, and they, you know what I'm saying. And then uh, I was in, I wasn't schizophrenic, bro. I was just depressed, but that's where they had me at initially. And then they moved me to another unit where uh, it was like patients with emotional distress. That's basically what I was going through. And then uh, they they put me in that unit, and uh, shit, like, I met some cool people, like some good people. I met this meth head girl, bro bitch was good with life she just said some crazy shit and that's how she got put in there but that bitch was like happy as fuck as a meth head bro (laughs) as a fucking meth head and i met a crackhead junk she's happy i don't know why the fuck she was in there but she ain't seem like she had problems i mean of course she got problems she's a crackhead of course the meth head got problems she a meth head but it's like bro they they seem like content with their lives just being that way, even though they knew they won't live it right, they was content. And then I was just meet, just just watching certain people, just like hearing their stories, like, bro, all these people got this shit worse than me, G. I was like, bro, what the fuck wrong with me, bro? Like, why am I so down? Why am I comparing myself to other people? Like, why can't I just, you know, what I'm saying, find my own like path? It's my journey, like. I can't keep comparing myself to other people my age who got it better than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's what was getting me down. I was, like, looking at other people my age, like, damn, this person about to graduate school. Oh, damn, this person popping off with the music. Oh, damn, this person, you know what I'm saying, doing this. Why the fuck I'm not doing that? Why that shit not happening for me? I'm working. I'm doing a lot. That shit was getting, she was, like, eating at me, bro. And then I just, when I got out of that, you know, I just, I started taking care of myself better, just my taking care of my skin, um, working out, just like eating right, you know. And then I just felt better. I felt more confident once I got out of that hospital and started just, you know, doing good for me. And then um, I started just presenting myself better, not saying crazy shit on Twitter, like being real negative, uh, just trying to build a good image for myself. Because I was real negative before that, and people kind of turned off from it, I feel like. I was, like, real negative, real dark all the time, and then I just had to switch that up. Like, And then No Heart Nobody, that was about that experience in the Mitchell Hospital. Like, the opening track. Madman. Yeah, Madman, bro. I was ta- that was me talking about that shit. Like, when I was in school, when I was at TCC, it was like my last semester at TCC, bro, before I was supposed to transfer. I felt this art history class, bro. Art history is some bullshit. <laughs> that shit ain't real art class. Like, you learn about the history of art. What the fuck? So, so goddamn, 
I, I failed this class over some bullshit assignment that had the wrong due date on it, and I turned it in on a due date that was wrong, and she still gave me a, like the 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 late grade for it, and I ended up getting like a D in that fucking class, bro, and so. I basically told my teacher through email, like, uh, what what the fuck I said? I said some, like, crazy shit, bro. I was like, um, I guess I'll just kill myself now since I'm such a failure. Some shit like that. Whoa. And my mom ended up seeing that. She ended up seeing that, like, when she was on the computer. Because she, she wanted to check my grades, too. And she saw that email. I left it up on the computer and shit. And then I put that shit in the song. I was like, told my professor I'll kill myself if she don't change my grade just to make that little bitch feel bad about it. Damn mistakes. Now I'm in these group sessions telling people about my pain. And then, you know what I'm saying? Damn. I opened, I opened up that verse like, Miss Girl hit me. What did I say? I was like, Miss Girl hope she hit me when she needs some dick. Her roommate trying to fuck but her roommate trying to fuck me too, but her man paid her rent. I ain't fuck neither one, so I just beat my dick. Since a little jit, a nigga been legit. Like, it was this bitch that I was fucking with. I wasn't supposed to be, bro. I was in a relationship. I was fucking with her, going to her house all the time. Her roommate was trying to put me on with her, but her roommate used to flirt with me all the time and shit too, but her boyfriend was cool, and shit was weird, bro. It was, uh, bro, I was going through some sick shit, bro. I, I see, bro. <laughs> Like, bro, it was some sick shit going on in my life, bro. And then I was just obsessed with this girl. You can hear all that girl. shit on, on that album, but no hard enough. Like, you can hear all that pain and Like, bro, and I was, and then I was so obsessed with her, bro. And it was just so fucking weird. And that shit involved some of my depression a little bit. And that, that kind of, like, triggered it a little bit. And, um... Since a little jit nigga been legit on my last nerve. Now I'm in the psychiatric. Oh fuck! I forgot what I said after that. And like I, I snap. I'm in the psychiatric. If I, I'm trying to fuck this nurse, she got an accent. Like it's this bad nurse. She sound like she like fucking like German. Some 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 type of European jump. But she just had an accent though. And I was just like, bro, she bad. I'm, I I had tears in my eyes because I was like, bro, I'm in the fucking psychiatric hospital, but I'm looking at this, this nurse like, damn, she bad as fuck. As I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, shit. I, I put everything in the music, whether it's like shit that I've actually done or shit that I'm thinking about. Like, if I say I just might do something like, oh, I just, I, I just wrote some lyrics today. I was like, I just might make that white girl call me nigga during sex. Like, that's some shit that I'm thinking about right now. Whoa. <laughs> it might be, like, it's, that shit, like, that's some shit I'm thinking about, like, some some interracial sex with a white girl, and she called me the N-word. Like, that's some shit. Like, if I, if I say I might do some shit, that I'm thinking about probably doing that shit. If I say some shit like, like, my song, I got a song called, uh, soda mint tip. You heard? I don't know if you heard soda mint. I got a video for that, but uh, I made a soda mint part two. I ain't put that shit out yet. Ooh, I'm just like talking about 
another like sick crush that I got. And then I'm just like, you know, talking about fiending for this dark skin Haitian got me going outside, just like that light skinned bitch named Jalen. Jalen, the girl I was talking about in, in the first soda minute. So it's, it's just like I, I I really put everything. I don't I, I just don't care. I, I don't filter this shit. I really don't because I can't make some shit that ain't it just I that's not me. I can't make some shit that's not real, bro. If it's not me, I can't I can't make the shit. And that's that's why I appreciate it with uh now I got the backstory behind the no hard nobody. I can definitely appreciate the songs more because uh you got one yeah. song up there I believe it's track four, um called Going Through the Most with Stilo. Yes, uh, oh, my boy. Yeah, that now I got yeah, the backstory uh, behind it. I'm gonna add going through the most. I'm gonna add like, that happened, it, bruh. Fuck. You want to know how that song came about? All right. So when I first got to Hampton, bro, I, I that was I was fresh out the mental hospital. Like I got out the mental hospital like in like uh shit like June, May probably like late May, early June. So that whole summer, I was just rebuilding myself. And then when I went into Hampton, like, late August, bro, that Hampton runaround ain't no joke, trying to get your, like, financial shit straight and then your parking pass and then your classes straight and then your overrides and all, bro. They do they do the runaround. And then I was just like, bro, I just did this shit this summer. I did all this shit trying to rebuild myself. I'm at this new school. And they fucking pissing me off. I was pissed off that day. I was like, bro, they really got me going through the most. And I was like, bro, that's a good concept. Like, whenever I think of some shit in my head, if I ever come up with a punchline, if I ever come up with a concept, I write that shit down. I write, I make sure I put it in a notepad in my phone or some shit. Or I, I just make sure I keep that, that thought in my head. Because I can't, if it's a good concept, if it sounds good, I don't want to lose that shit. So I came up with that hook. I went home, wrote the hook. Hook the hook had to come first. Like I wanted that song to be a hit too. And it kinda it kinda did some numbers, but at the same time, I really wish it could have popped off more. But uh that shit, I came up with the hook first. Like I feel like if you're trying to make a hit hit, you gotta be like hook first, verse, hook. You know what I'm saying? Grab him in first, kill with the bars, grab him in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. Everybody got the, in their own way doing that. I mean, I feel like. um, but It really don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah. Same you know, and it don't really matter what, what song structure it is. It's just, you know what I'm saying? As long as it's good, it's, a, it's still a formula to this shit. Definitely. But yeah. Uh, going through the most, that's how that shit came about. And now, the first time I met Stilo and Nigel, he was shooting sweeter for keys. What? Yo. That's the first time Jeez. I met them. Like, matter of fact, I met Stilo, matter of fact, at Portsmouth TCC campus because we was both going to that school at the same time. I first met him and then we, we chopped it up a little bit, but I ain't know him like that. And then I knew him, I see him on like social media and shit. And then I saw he was like shooting videos too. But Damn. he won't, he wasn't shooting like the most creative shit. And I really wanted to, like, you know what I'm saying, really use that to my advantage. Like, I like working with new videographers because I know that they probably trying to advance like I am. Right. So, 
with him, I was like, bro, he got he seemed like a good dude, so I'm gonna reach out to him. His videos was a good price. And then we made some shit happen at Reggie Crib. Rest in peace with my boy Reggie. He made some shit at Reggie Felipe's crib. Uh shout out Felipe Brothers Productions too. Big shot. We, made, we like we made we shot that video at his crib at Reggie's, like the whole video. It was at Reggie's and then it was partially at this Halloween party. Like we shot that shit Halloween weekend and Halloween night. And then I played him going through the most Halloween night in twenty sixteen. When we were shooting that video. And then uh I ain't know Nigel was gonna hop on it. I thought it was just gonna be Stilo, but Nigel hopped on it. And he killed that shit, bro. He killed both of us on that song. Like, yeah. Stilo yeah. killed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nigel killed everybody. And then Freddy, me and Freddy made the beat. I made I, I did some of the drums in the bass and the hi hat saw that. I did like the little eerie samples in the background, the little bells that you hear, that bell melody. Mm-hmm. And Freddy, he just made that shit even more cleaner. Like he added more drums and shit. He sequenced it up. Like Freddy, he just a genius with production, bro. Like he can do like literally anything. Like I, I, I honestly feel like I seen Kanye make a beat from scratch, bro. I honestly feel like Freddy could honestly make a better beat from scratch than Kanye. Like I know Ooh, that's a bold statement. That I know I know that's a bold statement. But I don't he y'all don't, don't sample as much as I think yeah. I ever heard I mean it might be a couple samples in there but uh I don't think samples but he, you gotta flip that shit so it yeah, he, sound like his, his his flips I heard I was like hold on I think I know this song before I researched it you know through my artistic mm-hmm. ear my like, yo that's crazy how he put that shit together you wouldn't even know that shit was like that. That's talent, man. So definitely shouts to Thank him, you, bro, for real. Thank you, bro. Shout out Freddy, Freddy Parks. That's my brother for life. Like, shit. And man, like, that whole album, bro, that was just a dark album. I'm honestly, when I dropped that shit, I love the presentation of it, but sonically, it could have been better, of course. Right, but, but do with the story we just got. It's all emotion, so like you can't even, yeah. you can't even really like hate that shit because that's just the time yeah. frame you was in. So. Yeah, it was it was all emotion, bro. Like if you listen to a lot of the song structure, it was no like real structure. It was just like me ranching a lot on on the songs, just rapping, or then coming up, just rapping the whole time, and then making up a hook at the very end of the song, and then a song cutting off, or just some a mixture of sh- certain stuff. Like, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not looking at it right now, but, uh, like, going through the most, it's, like, four. Then you got Instant Forever, then I Hate You, She Don't Mind, mm-hmm. and it's Slut Shame. It's kind of, like, yeah. bar, 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 bars, song, mm-hmm. bar, 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 yeah. bar, bar, song. Exactly. But it's exactly, cool. Bro. It's cool because now we got the story, a reason why you're 2016. We get it why that sounds like that. So... Mm-hmm. You, that's that's art. That's art right there in the moment. Yeah, you can't really be mad at it. Now I'm gonna test. I'm gonna test your knowledge, and I'm probably shock you. Uh, take you back to G R A V E introduction of Gabe Leathers. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> this is the first project I believe I heard you besides Sweeter. I, I totally yeah. forgot about Sweeter. So I, I followed you from, 
But mm-hmm. um, she told me peep that album, and I peeped it out. And I know I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Ten Steps is on that. That song's so hard. I should have pushed that shit harder. Yeah, that was gonna say that was the one. I would say that's your run it record. Like that's the one you want to go to any DJ play this shit right now, bitch. This is gonna run. I believe that was the one. Uh, then bitches and females, bruh. Ooh, I love that song, boy. Bruh. Everybody, <laughs> man, bro, shit. I got a, I got a split video for bitches and females and so to mention. Like it's a, it's two videos in one. Okay. You can check that shit out. You, you can just Google that shit, bro, or YouTube that shit. It's up there. You'll find it. So I say, when I say I'm a fan, bro, like I really, I really been listening to you for a minute. I've been not said shit. Appreciate that, though. but yeah, bitches are females. And then I believe uh, on that same album or mixtape, how you want to call it, you got Ben Peeping on that. I believe that's before bitches are females. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, you gotta talk about how that shit came together because that's like one of my shits that I personally this is like damn near every day. For real? Yes. It's a uh, it's a man, vibe. Bro. Going to work, that's a vibe, bro. Cause I did uh, so much shit in my job, bro. bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Like, man, that was shit. Like, yeah, that whole album was like 2015, 2016, bro. So, my first project, I was built. A lot of them songs, like, some of the beats I made on my own. But a lot of that was solely Freddie's production. Like, No Heart, Nobody, that was very organic. Like, a lot of that was simply all of my production or me and Freddie collabing on beats. Land of Leathers, mostly Freddie, some my beats or some of collab. But this shit was like, shit was like a, a, a mixture of shit. So, Ben Peeping, that was the start of me and Freddie's like progression. I feel like when Freddie really started putting 808s in his beats, like real 808s that changed the tones and all that. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed like his, his drum patterns like got so crazy. And then his bass, like this, like Freddie just started, like, bro, I'm gonna tell you, Freddie Cop Omnisphere. The VST pack, and he just started going crazy on Ableton. He started going crazy on Ableton. He didn't use Fruity Loops no more. I put him on the Ableton, and he just started fucking going crazy. Like and shit shocked the fuck out of me. He bought the VST pack Omnisphere. He just started making these like just astronomical beats, and been peeping and never see them was one of them. Well, two of them. And uh, shit, our boy Isaiah that we was working with at the time, he was gonna get on both them them beats. But I just ended up taking them because I already knew how I wanted to deliver on it, and I was just like, bro, this this just gonna end up being mine. Like, I, I it's not like I took it from him. Like he was already working on it, but it's like. Bro already knew them songs, like, he won't gonna really deliver like he should. So he, he already knew, like, yeah, this this probably gonna be grave shit anyway. And that was, like, the start of me and, like, Freddie's production with, like, Gene Boy. Like, 
like he really just started snapping and then my my song structure started to like get better because when I first started bro I didn't know what I was making I didn't I was just making like crazy like random shit like just trying to mimic my my influences and then put it into like hip-hop form so I was just making stuff like trying to sing on the song in the middle of like me just rapping on some unorthodox beat and I was like I didn't I I didn't understand it myself I didn't understand my own music and then once Preli just got better with his production like he was already good he already knew more than me as a producer but once he like really started to master his own shit that's when I really felt like damn we really about to make some crazy shit and then that's when my raps got better because I was already a lyricist but my raps I started getting better at like flows and like rapping on a beat and uh you know what I'm saying Damn, that's dope. That's dope as fuck, bro. Um, I'm gonna take it back even farther because you know you mentioned Sweeter earlier in the podcast, yeah. but uh, you also on other songs from our album, uh, you got Sweeter, which is the one I think everybody pretty much that gave you. The, that's where I met you from, like as far as like, that feature. Yeah. But uh, you got Static with her as well, and then I believe Knowing, which is either her song or your song. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, knowing is my song. Uh, static, what static? That's the that's on Static that's Synergy. On, that's yeah, that's that's on that EP. Mm-hmm. Before that though, that intro though, I don't know why I like that intro so much. Me oh, that intro is fire as fuck. That shit fire. Me and her talking on the phone. That shit sounds sexy to me for some reason. It do. It do. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was like, damn, bro, that's how I really sound like talking. I don't even talk, I don't even talk to jokes like that on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I sound like like a real, you know what I'm saying? What's she, she of course, she of course, she got that voice too. She got that voice. So, but yeah, uh, damn that 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 EP like me and Freddie helped her mix that because her that she's in New York. Well, people don't realize like the shit. Being an artist, like no matter what gender, this shit is still hard. Female artists, even harder. Advantage they they look female artists. I feel like have a better advantage at getting attention, but that shit is still hard for them because it's male dominant. And um, I'm gonna get into that later on, but it's like. With keys, a lot of a lot of people she encounters really only want her for like her energy and her body. They don't really care about her talent and what she got to bring to the table. So of course, when I first met, when I first like got hit the keys. Of course, like that's what I saw with her image. Like I saw the body, I saw the looks. She was light skin, thick junk. She, you know what I'm saying? She'll pose like these sexy ass pics, but she still got that that edgy look to her, and that shit sexy. As hell. But it was like I saw that to my advantage. Like I said, I, I get inspired off female energy and like how creative they are. So I saw that as like, bro, she could really like capitalize off this, and if she used it the right way, like she could 
be a, a fucking star because she got the following and people already watching her dudes be horny off her picks and shit but if she like really like applied this shit with a strategy bro she could like really take over and then I just saw that to my advantage I saw that I didn't see it as like sex I saw it as like that's an image that's a star image right there so I immediately wanted to work with her and uh, we like you know what I'm saying we made sweeter like a year before that EP and that and that video dropped. Yeah, like a year before that shit. And uh, she didn't have nobody really mix that shit because a lot of people was bullshitting or they just didn't really have the mixing skills. So she sent all the stems to me and Freddy and then Freddy mixed it for her because Freddy mixes all of my songs. He knows what he's doing. He has Pro Tools. So he mixed the whole EP for her. And uh, you know what I'm saying? That's that's always gonna be like I'm always like feel good about that, like having my hands within that, cause that was her first project that she put out and then Sweeter, that's like her first like single that people know her from. Well she also got that song with uh fake Zoomy. Yeah, and then um she uh but like that video sweeter video like that's her first video and that was all in my budget like I paid for that entire video it wasn't much it was like 200 but I mean the fact that a lot of it was like my my like investment like I, I, I had a lot of the ideas for it she had some ideas too and then the fact that I just had my hands in that and I was I had I was able to work with her I was like damn that's dope as fuck like I'm I'm always like be be like grateful for that shit, and uh, that's how that shit came about with Keys, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying, Keys doing her thing, bro. She 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 out in New York, uh, you know what I'm saying. But you know, that's always gonna be like something I'm actually like gonna be proud of for for. Big shout to Keys, man. Uh, yeah, shout out Keys. Fuck yeah, that's crazy. That's real crazy that um. That's like you said about people see her for like just her body or not her talent. Because I mean, when she put that AP out, I kept showing her love, whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I guess she was feeling like was maybe not all that for real, for real. But I mean, legit, like it's a whole wave. That whole EP is a fucking wave. She's always been creative as fuck. Yeah. So she like she's really bro. She 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 knows the wave, bro. Like. She's been that trendsetter. Like a lot of people be biting her shit, bro. I ain't gonna say no. A lot of people. A lot of a lot of people. Like a lot of influencers, bro. They know about her and they be biting her shit. She know a lot of fucking people behind the scenes, bro. As in this industry, bro. They all know, bro. Trust me. They it's a lot of snakes out this shit that know about her. And you know what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a always stick up for her. That's big sis. You know what I'm saying. Uh, so it's like. She she know what she doing. She know the wave. And I feel like her style, like with her style, bro, like when we came up with knowing, bro, I didn't have the best singing voice. But it's like I knew what I was trying to do. I wanted to make a trippy-ass song that had like this this airy circus feel that's like this insane sounding. And then when I made that beat, I wanted it to just sound like, 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 
psychedelics, like just straight LSD, bro, acid. Like, I wanted it to sound like that. And I made that, I wrote to it, I made the beat, I wrote to it, I recorded that for at least. And I was like, it's missing something. It need like female vocals. And I asked Keys if she could like, you know, sing on it with me as like a duet. And then um, I brought her vocals to like Ableton on my computer and I just like chopped them up, added some reverb to them and then stripped the snap, bro. I just, I liked it a lot better. And there's like, we, we don't have the best vocal abilities. Like, we can't sing fucking straight notes, bro. Like, we not straight singers for real, but we sing. But we, like, not great at the shit. But it's like, the fact that it's flaws in it, that makes it... A whole lot better. Yeah, it, like, the flaws gives it that airiness, bro. It gives it that... That's the whole vibe, is that airiness is... That is unsettling almost. That's how I feel like when me and Keys create, or you know, me and UV create. Even shout out UV six six nine. Me and her not on the best of terms right now, but I ain't gonna speak on that. I still gotta love her. She talented as fuck. Um, even when me and her collab, bro, is like the energy is like eerie, but it's so melodic. And it sounds good, you know what I'm saying? Also, then, uh, with Keys, um, she produced too, and bruh, yes, she, does. she nasty on them boards, bruh. <laughs> like, yeah, she is, bro. Like that's what caught my attention, bro. Like the what the beat she was making, that's the shit that I was trying to make. That's exactly the type of shit that I was going for when I was I started making beats, bro. I bet she sent me um she sent me something like just to see how it sound whatever, bro like she nasty and then she like could you rip this and I was like uh I need some time cause like I felt like yo your vibe is like some uh, childish gonna be in awake my love type shit and at that time I wasn't really like on that shit. I was on this dark heavy mm-hmm. low jazz mixed with some trap type shit, but now I mean, I, I would, oh my god, if I had one of her beats, I would go the fuck in on them shits. Bro, because I'm not even trying to rap no more, I'm just trying to start making, like, singing tracks. I've been practicing with my voice a lot, and my vocals, and I'm I'm getting, like, a lot better with vocals and, and melodies and hooks, and just trying to keep it simple, so I've been, like, really just trying to make rock and pop tracks. Like, I really don't even want to rap no more, bro. I'm just trying to focus on visuals and just making a hit song that's not conventional rap, peripheral. And if you can do that, I feel like that's a gift. Me, personally, uh, I mean, hit songs now aren't really shit. It's just a hook, repetitive, a nice-ass beat, and mumble, 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 hook. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the the key now for especially for me is like these lyrics and yeah I mean yeah. it's flip flop when I first started when I was a kid I had the hooks but I couldn't write shit like no kind of lyrics but I had them hooks and then I mm-hmm. got older I got the bars but I could not write a hook to save my life so like uh my homie like Julian uh never down pariah um they they hook masters uh Julian sometimes Depending on his mood, he he'll do this like, 
I won't say yelling the mic, but who just like fuck it, he here go my hook. But it shit sounds fucking great. Whereas Pariah, that man is a he's a creator. Like that man will maybe sit there, write shit eighty five times to make that shit sound great. But you need that kind of shit in your life. But I mean, I still have to say, man, like we just went through your whole catalog so far, and you see the progression through it. Like I don't even feel. Uh, you went through like all your projects one by one. If you had to pick one right now for somebody who doesn't know anything about Grave, what album would they have to listen to? Definitely Land of Leathers, bro. Like Land of Leathers, I feel like really translate that translates what what I like really am trying to do because it's something for everybody out there. Like if you really want to hear like. Some some anger shit, you know what I'm saying? You got that Stacey dashing. You really want to hear some feel-good shit, some, like, you know what I'm saying, where niggas actually, like, rapping. Posse track, that's the worst for you. If you want to hear, like, some some good dance-type shit, Pretty Black Lady. And you got Jiggly, that's a booty-shaking strip club twerk song. Definitely, that, definitely. Uh... Leave me alone with my homie Black Mike. You know what I'm saying? If you're really trying to, you know what I'm saying, turn up. Shout out to Black Mike. Shout out to Black Mike. Not worry about it if you're really trying to get on some conscious shit. But still, you know what I'm saying, still vibes. Like, shout out my boy MFA. That's not worry about it. I got that for you. Shit, what's after that? Been this way. That's some real grunge shit. Like, some real, like, 90s Pearl Jam, Nirvana, the Pixies type shit. Business way featuring UV. You know, shout out UV669. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got Season. That shit is like three songs in one. You got, uh, after that, Taste Your Fragrance if you want that pop hey. R&B type vibe. After that, we got Step on the Word if you really want that plug. You know what I'm saying? Trap type vibe. You really... You know, what the fuck you thought? Shout out my boy, Kenny Who. We about to shoot a video for that next. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got some for everybody, bro. Like, I can, I'm really not trying to even rap no more, bro. I'm really trying to just make music for everybody. Like, because this rap shit don't last long. Definitely not. It's definitely about moving to other things. It's good that you already got the rock and roll I would say thing hands down as far as like the metal and the different influences you got. You got yeah. damn because it takes other artists long to get that crossover appeal. But you already started out with the crossover kind of thing. Yeah, so bro. It's already Thank dope. You. Um I feel like I'll try to be the first black dude to collab with Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> I'm gonna make that my goal. If bro. anybody do that shit before me, then I fail as an artist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Speak it to existence. Before we get up out of this podcast episode, yeah. we've been really vibing up here for 93 minutes and counting. Yeah, dog. We got to uh, do our little segment we call Top 5, where we either go to Twitter, Instagram, or just random things, Top 5. We do five of them every podcast, and then we just name off uh, Top 5, wherever category it is, no particular order. And we try to do no cop-outs. We had a couple people do cop-outs on these lists. So, I got these no cop outs. Top right. five. We got this from Twitter. So, 
top five female artists of all time, no particular order. Shit. Paula DeAndre was very slept on. Ooh. Remember that song Walk Away? That shit was slept Ooh. on. Uh, that's one. Uh Rihanna. Um Haley Williams from Paramore. Oh wow. Number three. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, trying to think. Licky Lee, bet. Um, I mean, you can't leave out Beyonce, bro. Like, um, so guys, you say Nicki Minaj, boy. Woo. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Worry, boy. Yeah, uh, shit. My fifth one, though. I gotta be a good shoddy. She got to be good, like, like, good, good. Damn. Fifth. Hey, man, let's put Missy in there for real, for real. Oh, yeah, slept on. Missy's a fucking goat. Put Missy in there. Get, here goes the hard part. I got to name five people that you didn't fucking name. Uh, You, took, right. you took three people I was going to go with. Uh, so, um... No particular order artist. I I gotta go with Doja Cat, bro. Yeah, bro. Cause, oh, yeah. bro, bro, like what's crazy is she, like, bro, she reminds me so much of Keys, bro. That's what I was gonna say. She reminds me of Keys. That's what Nigel I, don't, I me, hope. That, that's what not. Nigel from Boss told me when he first met Keys. Like he was like, bro, she reminds me of Doja Cat, and I didn't even know who Doja Cat was for real. Until I looked her up, and I was like, yeah, she do kind of remind me of Keys. Because she fine as hell, and then yeah, just that vibe, I was like, yeah. yo, I just hope she ain't no industry plant type shit, because... <laughs> oh, no, she been... Doja Cat been doing her shit for a minute, though. Okay. Like, she been on that wave, like, for years, bro. Like, she just got... She just started popping off with that Moose song. Yeah, but I looked into her before that. I was like, hold up, I got that uh, Go to Town song. That's a shit. That shit run. Yeah. But, uh... I'm gonna go with her. Um, damn, this is hard. Uh, I'm gonna go throw keys up there because that's the homie. <laughs> Shout out, keys. <laughs> um, I don't want to cop out and say Cardi B, so I'm not gonna say Cardi B. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cop out. Um, I'm gonna go with Lauren Hill, and I know the controversy, but oh, yeah. not. Her, her not writing her shit or not paying the band, whatever. But one album is still like a classic. Um, so Lauren Hill for that one. Motherfuckers been sleeping on Eve. I don't know what the fuck. Why? Eve is fucking nasty, bro. You bad as fuck too, bro. She nasty. I just love me a nice dark skin jump for some reason, bro. I don't know why, dog. It's something about a nice chocolate jump. And get me going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My fifth one. Mm. Fifth gonna be kind of hard. You said Beyonce and Rihanna. Oh, you said I, I said three that you was about to say. Yeah. Which one was done? It was Beyonce and Rihanna. <laughs> oh damn. Uh yeah, but I, I got one. Um, damn, I had one. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Trina because Trina bad. Yeah, I'm just go with Trina. 
leave it at that. Because you already said Missy, you already said Rihanna, you already said Beyonce. Facts. <laughs> I, I want to cop out with Cardi B. So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> now, going for Twitter. Top five things colored green. Marijuana. I just smoked a lot of that just yeah, now. Man here. Uh, <laughs> I just got off probation, man. So I've been heavy on the marijuana once again. So, <laughs> um, money when it used to be green, now that shit blue and all type of colors. Blue, red, pink, dark shit. blue. Shit. Trees in general, bro. Without that shit, we would not be breathing. Facts. Um, shit. What else? Green as fuck. Uh, so collard greens, bro. Mm. Thank God. Thank God. Oh. Um, Shit. That's four things, right? That's four. Uh, Man, what are you thinking? <laughs> God damn. Damn, what else what is green? <laughs> That's a hard color. Shit, I need... I named, like, all the typical green shit. Uh, shit, I will go with... I'm going to go with a goddamn motherfucking shit. Who, what's, what's the green? What Ain't Poison Ivy green? The, the definitely. Bat, definitely know, is. Bat, yeah, I'm going to go with Shawty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Top five things, no particular order green. I'm going to go with grass outside is green. Yeah. Granny Smith apples. Okay. Uh, I feel like I said that before another podcast, so that was kind of a cop out, but I'm gonna, I'll let it slide. Uh, I'm gonna go with green. Fuck. <laughs> collard greens are green, so that's like, damn, give me said that one already. I'm gonna go with kale, because obviously the collard greens. Yeah. Uh,. My fiance is eyes green, but they compare blue. Oh, damn, you got a bad jump. Damn, you got a, a jump with green eyes. Damn, you got a baddie. Uh, Bro, got a baddie on. <laughs> that's my cam, so let's, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> um, damn, let me see. Green, 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 green. Oh, Giannis, Giannis' jersey is green. That's easy. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Qui Gon Jinn's lightsaber from Star Wars. <laughs> okay, bam. There you All go. Right. We got one question from you from Twitter. Um, use the hashtag Graves on TLH. This person has an egg emoji, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But they want to know how tall are you? I am. I think like five nine, five ten. Five nine. Yeah. Damn, I thought you were like, you six foot. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> For real? You really thought all that tough? Well, the pictures I seen, no pause, I thought you were at least six foot or six three. Hell but to nah. me, everybody, everybody taller than me damn near, so. <laughs> I'm only yeah, five, like, five, four and a half, and then I'm like five, six and a quarter. Shit, I think that's how tall my nigga Fredly is. He like, round, yeah, yeah. Shit, bro, yeah, I'm. We average height around this shit, bro. <laughs>
All right, back to the top five. So we got top five. We did top five female artists, top five things of a green, top five Lil Wayne songs. This is a big one because you got. Woo! I do this one every single podcast with. Oh man! And everybody I'm gonna name a lot of songs off the Carter too, bro. Shit. Get it? Uh, okay. We gonna we gonna go with hit them up. Ooh, ooh. Shit, what's the song of The Drought Is Over? It's either The Drought Is Over 3 or 4. It'd be like, Mama, you want fun. Mama, I can't remember that shit. Damn. Hey, I do it's it's Need Some Quiet Time. All right, that is called Need Some Quiet Time. So we got Hit Em Up, Need Some Quiet Time. Um, Third jump, I'm going to go with Something You Forgot. Ooh, classic. Fourth. When he did the remix, The Viva La White Girl by Gym Class Heroes. Ooh. Well, he, he breaking fifth, out heat. He breaking out heat. Fifth, when he was on the remix to Arms Raised by Fallout Boy. <laughs> I, I, that's, bro, that is top five, bro. Like, Wayne, he did some shit, G. Bro, <laughs> you put, bro, you bought some heat out. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me bring some heat. Because you the first one that brought some heat. Every other artist besides Julian brought out some cop outs, like a Millie and shit like that. All right, let me get in my bag. I did this like four times already. So I got five different fucking Wayne songs. Wayne is such a fucking influential artist. Like, that man has so much material. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Help, the little few that he did over the Beatles. That shit flames. Um, I'm going to go with. Damn, suddenly you forgot. I was thinking about that shit in my head, but damn, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with yes, picture for real. I don't yeah. know what mixtape that shit's on. I'm gonna go with oh, it's damn, damn. That one will put that shit right there. Three. I'm gonna go with oh, damn. Okay, now I'm at, now I'm at a standstill because you put some heat out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh man, I'm gonna go the block is hot, old Wayne. Okay. I'm gonna go with Okay. I'm gonna go with Prom Queen because niggas slept. Oh yeah, niggas did sleep on, on bro. You know what I'm saying? He was doing some weird shit on that album, but Prom Queen. But that shit flames. That shit flames. I don't care what nobody and say. I ain't gonna lie, that song uh Knockout with Nikki, that shit was hot too. And the last one, I'm going to put also on Rebirth. I feel that Rebirth album is most slept on Wayne album alive. But I'm also putting on, um, put on Hot Revolver, the one with him and Kevin Rudolph, not the one they put on the fucking album. That's my five. Okay. Hot Revolver is fucking tough. That beat sick. The way that bass come in, and then he just, do you have the time? Like, bro, he killed that shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rebirth is a low-key, low underrated album. It was. Weird. I, I'm gonna be real. I ain't even listen to that shit though. I'm gonna be real with you. The only Wayne album I listened to like in full was Carter Two, bro. I think that's like the only like Wayne album that I listened to in full. I would listen to a lot of his mixtapes and a lot of them like he had so many songs, bro. So like, but the only like album album I would listen to in full. It was a car too. I still got that that album. I got that shit when I was in the fourth grade. I wanted that mm. shit. 
Damn, using had, had to be six. Had to be like being six. That's when uh, I believe I want to say Napster. <laughs> it was Napster. Was it Napster? I think it was Napster. I had that shit on Napster illegally because I didn't have an iPhone or iPod. That man, I had a little MP3 player. Had the whole cartoon and that shit. Um, I waited four hours for fucking graduation to come out by Kanye West, and I finally got my copy. <laughs> four yes. hours later. It was crazy. But um another top five things we got also came from Twitter. Uh, we did the Wayne. We got top five movies in the genre of oh, all. Man. All right. Of all time, my number one is Fight Club. That's my favorite movie. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Second. He got American that. American he did American Psycho with Christian Bale. He got the heat. Third. Did Gotta be Pulp Fiction, of course. Classic. Fourth. Um. Shit. I might put Black Snake Moan in there, bro. Cause I fought, I fought with Samuel Jackson, bro. Like, I gotta meet him before I die, bro. He just gotta say motherfucker one time. <laughs> and then fifth. Uh. Shit. I'm gonna have to put a baby boy in there, dog. Damn, <laughs> more heat. Okay, you t- you took it at this kind of game. All right, <laughs> y'all know number one for me is Lion King, hands fucking down. That's okay. that's no argument there. I don't care what nobody say best movie of all time is Lion King. I know that movie line by fucking line. I've seen that shit on Broadway. I've seen that shit live, and I've seen that shit in the movie theaters, and I had that shit on VHS. So <laughs> that's my movie, bro. Hands fucking down. Uh, Lion King. I'm gonna go with. Oh, it's tough. I gotta go Friday number two because who's not seen Friday, bro? The movie. Oh like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's fuck. Um, number three. I'm gonna go with the Power Rangers movie because that shit was crazy. <laughs> Tommy, everybody wanted to be the black dude or Tommy, either one. Um, bro, I had a Tommy keychain. I lost that shit. Bro, I had to fucking store it from the... Bro, I had, I had the, the white Power Ranger keychain on my keychain, bro. Damn. I had that shit, and I lost that shit at the Rob Banks show, dog. I had the fucking Tiger sword that he had in the fucking movie. I had that toy. Bro. Yeah, I was that nigga. <laughs> my dad got me that shit for my birthday. Bro, I fuck with Power Rangers, dog. So fucking hard. Pause. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Star Wars Three: Revenge of the Sith because that's when Anakin becomes Darth Vader. He started damn near everybody. He's a fucking goat in that movie. Um, damn. I got sci-fi. I like sci-fi shit sometimes. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with. It's a tie between Black Panther because it's for the day for the culture. And it's like right down the middle between Black Panther and fucking Tyler Knights because both the movies are fucking great. Yeah, bro. But um, Tyler Knights, bro, Dash, bro, them fucking kids and that movie are fucking hilarious, bro. I'm <laughs> I'm Jack of Mountain Dew. <laughs> but Black Panther, the way, it, the way it changed the culture, like that shit, crazy, man. Yeah, damn right. That's my top five. Right there. 
We got one more top five before we get up out of here. It's probably going to be an interesting one. Uh, top five, no particular order, local artists on the come up. You feel like if we ended XXL right now, who could be on the local Virginia XXL freshman? Um, from what I've seen, of course I would want to put all my homies out there, but from what I've seen lately, uh, I'm gonna have to like, of course, put the obvious ones like Young Crazy, mm-hmm. uh, Breeze Barker, mm-hmm. uh, Doski. All you know, what I'm saying, um, Trees Low Key, and uh, that's four, right? That's four. Yeah, I'm going to put Laws in there, bro, because Laws deserve that shit. They've been doing shit for a minute. Definitely. All right. So you put most of the people, like, pop in some two cop-outs, but I'm going to let you slide. Uh, (laughs) Young Crazy definitely deserved that shit. Um, He put it on for Norfolk for heavy, heavy. But I'm not going to put it on my list. I'm going to put it on this list because I feel like he's probably get this shit for real, for real. Um. I'm gonna put drama on my list because yeah, drama, this, dude. this nigga Drake took his fucking song and in with it, bro, and that's just he unfair. He didn't make the cover that that year or the year after that. So <laughs> drama, bro. I know, man. Drama. Could have put drama. Bro. I should have. Yeah, like drama. He he not even local no more though. Like he he's not here. Yeah, he's not here. He still can't but, consider him local though because he's from this area. He's from Hampton. Um, but drum like what the fuck? Drake took his whole sound, but anyways, um, so I got drum. I gotta put Pariah up there because Pariah been grinding in the shadows and he deserves recognition. Yeah, um, I got the Ant Live up there because that's the homie. Most definitely, shout out Ant Live. Big shouts, big shouts. I gotta put you up there because I mean you Thank probably you, over there, but I put you up there. Thank you, bro. Or it's probably a cop out by now because niggas know who he is. But I got to put out Julian Mars up there because that's the homie. That's the brother. Of course. And then this not even really like a bad thing. Not what we took order, but I put Randana out because no free, no more free Randy is out now on mm-hmm. all streaming platforms. But the nigga Randana came from Cash Club days, and he's like that nigga right now. Okay. So that's what I think. If we had the list today, that's what I want on that. You... Julian, Ant Live, Randana, Jerome. Um, and also shout to Coda too. I put Coda Boy up there. Okay. Bonfire yeah. Wham. That nigga is a beast. He's not a black though, but he's still a beast. <laughs> uh, before we leave this episode, we've been vibe for damn near two hours. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, tell people where to find you at, social medias and all that good shit. Yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Grave Leathers, G-R-A-V-E-L-E-A-T-H-E-R-S, Grave Leathers. Uh, just Google me, Grave Leathers on Google, bro. You find all my music videos, all that. YouTube as well. Sound, SoundCloud, Grave Leathers. Apple Music, Grave Leathers. Spotify, Grave Leathers. Title, Grave Leathers. Amazon, Grave Leathers. Goddamn Google. Play Grave Leathers, yeah, bro. Just you know what I'm saying? Grave Leathers, everything. Gene Gene Boy Productions, that's the label. Shout out Freely. Um, shout out British, British Ave. 
Jones, my boy, just signed a uh, Gene Boy. Also, my boy, Collar Boy Jones, just signed a Gene Boy. So, you know what I'm saying? We got a whole team going. Uh, shout out my homegirl, Mars. That's Big Sis. Shout out, Keys. Shout out, my boy. It's the Lunch Hour Podcast, man. Shout out. Man, shout out you, bro. Thank you. Hey, thank you for coming to the podcast, man. I appreciate it. And you you go by the name of Nobody Famous? Is that yeah. like... That's that's, that's that's what I should call you by? I mean, that's my Twitter handle. And that's a, that's a dope name. Like, if that was like an artist name, that would be a dope name. But, it, I mean... Like, my what's your legitimate name, real like, name. stage name? My state... Well, okay, my podcast name is Lunch Money Lenny. That's my, like... Okay podcast shit and then I got my Instagram is also that too then I got Nobody Famous my Twitter thing because my Ricky Lace Twitter handle got blocked me out because I was warm with damn near all the celebrities on that shit so I did make a brand new Twitter but Uh, yeah my artist name is D. Lenard because one thing I learned from my other second record deal was when they make you a name it's not really authentic so it's better to be authentic to be yourself so, I can't be nothing by myself to be my real fucking name. Uh, so, I just go dealing with my artist name. I've, I've been through so many artist names. It's fucking crazy. That's Google friendly, too. I did Nico Suave for Nico Suave was a fucking thing. <laughs> I did the Tanner Cascade. I've been yeah. in... What have I been? I've been Tanner Cascade. I've been Nico Suave. I've been... I've been like eight fucking people, but <laughs> officially that, I'm dealing with Um... Nobody famous on Twitter, Lunch Money Lenny on Instagram, and you know Lunch Money Lenny the podcast. This is what it is, the lunch hour. I appreciate Grave Leathers for coming. Oh, appreciate here. you, dog. Spending already damn know. near two hours of your day on the podcast. Uh, I got school in the morning too. I don't give a fuck. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got a ten o'clock class. I got really early in the bitch tomorrow. But we're gonna <laughs> cut this shit short, man. It's the Lunch Money Hour podcast. Y'all bro, stay- thank you, bro. God bless you. Thank you, man. You too. All right, bro. Follow me, Lunch Money Lenny, on Twitter at Nobody Famous. K N O W B O D Y underscore famous. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Lunch Money Lenny, all one word. Hit me with the hashtag, the lunch hour, to discuss anything you want on your mind. Get her on the podcast. Burst Presley's brand new album, Slave Hums, on iTunes, featuring artists like Chinky Redbuck, DTP, and Randana. Go get that. Hey, you sitting at home and you wondering, how the hell can I get on the Lunch Hour podcast? Well, now's your opportunity. I'm looking for more co-hosts and more special guests. You can email me at Music, or you can Instagram DM me at LunchMoneyLenny or mention me on Twitter at NobodyFamous, K-N-O-W-B-O-D-Y underscore famous. Shoot me a message. We'll make it happen.